Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Up From Here, the podcast where we talk about all things self-improvement and moving up in our lives no matter where you're starting from. So my name is Miranda, if you don't know me, if you do know me or you've listened before, welcome back. Today we are talking about the art of vibing, okay? So this is going to be a really interesting podcast. Before I get into it, um... I just wanted to, you know, give you some life updates as usual. So first of all, I apologize. This is really late. I just need to get that out of the way. Um, To be honest, after like the new year and everything, I just wanted to take a little bit of time to kind of like just like step back and look at my podcast and think about what I kind of want to do in this upcoming year. And I have some some new exciting things coming up. So I'm really excited. Um. But yeah, I just kind of needed a little bit of time to like settle into the new year, I guess. Okay, that probably sounds like a really dumb excuse, but it doesn't matter. The point is, I'm sorry this is really late, but thank you guys for coming back. Um, so one exciting thing that I have kind of been working on and kind of planning out is a new addition to the Up From Here whatever brand, I don't know. Um, it's probably, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's a big deal for me. Okay. And that is a TikTok. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. It literally does not sound like a big deal at all. I probably should have had one for like months before this, but to be honest, to be 100% real with you guys, TikTok intimidates me a lot. Okay. Um, like I've used, obviously I've used it before. I am a human on earth. Um, but usually I don't have it on my phone. I've definitely gone through phases where like I've had it and like I'll like use it pretty regularly. But before like this month, I had not had TikTok on my phone for probably like a year. Maybe mm, that's probably not true. But I wasn't like using it consistently at all. And honestly, like I enjoy it. I enjoy watching TikToks, but it's just such like a productivity thing for me. Like it just distracts me so easily, which this is not, I'm not anti-TikTok. That's not what this is right now. I'm just telling you why I am scared of TikTok, but I'm doing it anyway, even though I'm scared. But anyway, so first of all, I enjoy it, but it just seems like there's always so many new trends and like so many new things and like Every time I made one in the past, I just never liked how it came out and I would be way too perfectionist about it. And it was just too daunting for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not even going to bother with it. Um, but I, one of my goals this year is to kind of like grow my audience just a little bit with this podcast. And I feel like, I mean, I really love like everyone that listens to my podcast right now. And I, a lot of people have given me really great feedback, which I appreciate so much. But I feel like it's kind of just like between the same people that always listen. And that's great. And I love those people. But I don't know. I just feel like it would be cool to like reach a wider audience. So I'm trying out TikTok. I'm telling you guys all right now, it's going to be bad at first. But just please bear with me. And go follow it. it. The username is up from here underscore pod. Hopefully the first one will be posted by the time I publish this episode. Um, that's the goal. So go check it out, please. And just don't make fun of me. Thanks. Okay. Um, I also have some new like video styles that I... Not video. Oh my god. Podcast style that I wanted to try. 
Um, but I'm gonna keep those a secret for now, and you're just gonna have to find out later what those are. But I think it'll be fun, and I'm excited for this year. I hope you guys are too. I hope you all settled into the new year as well. It's like halfway through. <laughs> we're like yeah we're like in the new year now so it even feels like outdated to be saying that but nonetheless um we're here now and the weird part i feel like for me about the new year and about like january and like the first few months of the year is that like you have such a good period of like being so happy and being like festive and with your family and life is exciting and there's something to do every single day to just January and to just like at least where I live clouds and cold and just bleh so what I'm going to be talking about today is kind of okay I've, I've kind of kept it vague intentionally but I'm I'm calling this episode the art of vibing because I feel like that's such a good way of describing it but basically I'm going to be talking about some of you may have heard of it. It's basically like a Danish philosophy or like a Danish concept. And it's kind of, okay, I'm going to say it. I might be saying it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Huga. Okay. But it's spelled really, it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. So if you've seen that before, like, oh, that's so like Huga. I don't know. It's It was a trend like a couple years ago. I'm not trying to like bring it back by any means. I'm just... I mean, I guess I am kind of bringing it back, but, like, I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's so interesting, and interesting in the fact that, like, why don't we do this? Why isn't this part of, like, America's cultural identity? But no matter where you're living, I feel like it's a really interesting thing to talk about, and it's just, okay, I'm I'm going to stop saying that, and I'm just going to tell you what it is. So, basically, like I said, it's, like, practiced in a lot of like Scandinavian countries and it's it's kind of like a part of their cultural identity even um but basically it's like an idea of well-being um and I'm gonna read you this definition that I found on the internet it says and okay huga cannot be translated into one single word, but encompasses a feeling of cozy contentment and well-being through enjoying the simple things in life. So I feel like that's a really good way of putting it. Basically, it's about romanticizing your life and being grateful for kind of like small things that just make life better in like the winter. Um, So a lot of people like, especially on like Pinterest and stuff a lot of people associate it with like cozy vibes and like candles and baking and fuzzy blankets and like snow cabins in the mountains and stuff like that which is like super cool and aesthetic um but there's actually like a lot of parts to it that I really wanted to touch on um and so the way I split this up I kind of wanted to make it into like a little challenge for you guys you don't have to do this if you don't want to but I think this makes it way more fun. It doesn't have to be super serious or anything. But I'm going to try to do this. Or no, well, I'm yeah. I mean, I haven't done it like this organized. I've kind of been like incorporating small things into my life. But um, I think like after, it's basically like five days. And on each day, it's like an, you're supposed to focus on a certain area of huga. And I'm, I'll explain each day and, like, some things you can do and what, like, the theme of each day is. And it's pretty cute. Um, sorry, I just burped. Um, but, yeah, so, for example, 
the first day, um, and you can do this, oh, it's five days. Did I say that already? Probably. But the first day, whatever day you want it to be, the first theme of Huga that I wanted to focus on is atmosphere slash like your home. Um, so this is a really big part of it. Uh, I think this is one of the more like well-known parts of it. I see a lot of things for like Huga decor and like aesthetic and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's cool too. I'm trying to like simplify it a little bit and not say you have to go out and like buy new decorations and buy 500 chunky blankets and candles and throw pillows. I'm more just, I think day this day should be a time to just focus on A, kind of like decluttering your space and making sure it's somewhere that is clean and comfortable for you. And then B, bringing in elements of like warmth and comfort and that could be like maybe you need some new decor or whatever I don't know but it could also just be like you know putting out some blankets and like I don't know putting some new pillows on your bed or um you know light actually lighting your candles maybe they just sit there decoration but um also incorporating like dimmer lighting so personally i'm such a big fan of lamps um i hate the overhead light in my room and i'm pretty sure it takes up more energy also uh, that might not be true but it might depend but i just love lamps i love a nice dim cozy evening especially in the winter time because again it's just a way of like romanticizing your home and like or romanticizing the winter and just vibe just make your normal space more of a vibe um some other like elements that you might want to incorporate to make your space more like huga friendly one of them is plants um I will say you might have to kind of look into what plants are going to work with the lighting availability you have and like the climate or um, the temperature or where you live. Um, but indoor plants are usually pretty easy to take care of and they just add like a comforting element to your home. Another thing is like kettles and mugs which is kind of interesting um I just think those are like the coziest things ever especially if you're like actually making tea I mean that is like literally the definition of cozy but like in my room at home I I found this little kettle at Goodwill and it has like fish on it and I'm just so obsessed with it and I put it on my windowsill with some well I didn't put mugs on my I put it out as like a decoration and it just I loved it so much so I would definitely recommend that um yeah anything like natural I feel like that's very like comforting it's I mean yeah okay that's all I have to say about that um that can be like your day one so just it's just a little thing you can do it doesn't have to take hours just kind of like go through your space and like think about how you can add some warmth and how you can um just add comfort to it okay so for our next day the theme of the day is going to be presence and like mindfulness. Um, so this day, I would challenge you to give yourself some sort of goal for limiting your screen time. So for example, maybe you want to say um, today, I'm not going to go on my phone. I don't know, between the hours of like... Um, 
three to five or something or like after 10 p.m tonight I'm not gonna go on my phone or like maybe you don't want to go on your phone in the morning until like 11 or something like that um it sounds really hard these days because I feel like just we use our phones for like basic communication and we're like what if we miss something but if you really even just I think in two hours maybe if it's if you really are worried maybe you can tell your friends that you're not going to be on your phone for a while but in all honesty I think that in two hours, I really don't think anything that drastic is going to happen that you can't, like, catch up on within the next hour. Um, and also, we have, like, computers and stuff. It's not, like... I feel like if you need to use your phone for, like, work purposes, most people have access to another form of technology that they can use. And obviously, this is different for everyone, like... Some people physically, they need their phones for some sort of communication. I don't know. But basically, I just challenge you to try to limit your screen time somehow and just be more present. That's the thing is like, it's not, and everything you do on your phone is not necessarily bad. Like, like I just said, people use it a lot for like communication, stuff like that. But something about Huga that just, I think is really important and that is really important in this philosophy is the idea of being present and being just like aware of your surroundings and being like grateful um and I think just being on your phone being on technology constantly can seriously be a really big distractor of that and it also can just like add to anxiety sometimes when you're constantly checking your phone constantly like getting an influx of information sometimes you'd be really surprised how refreshing it can be to just step away from that for a couple hours or just, you know, just a while. And you might just notice you don't even miss it. So um, that's a big challenge that I want to try to because I know I have that problem too. Um, Another interesting thing I love to do and I think is really important to increase your mindfulness and just to work on like your presence is writing and journaling specifically um so if I have like a really good day or I feel like I was really present throughout the day and like maybe some interesting things happened I love to just sorry I burped again write about my day and like look back and just remember all of the great things that happened and then you know maybe when I'm not having a great day I can go back and look at what I wrote about that day and just be reminded about how great my life is and also if you know that you're going to write about your day in the evening then all day you're going to be so much more mindful and so much more present because all day you're going to be looking for like little things that you can write about that day and like the little things are going to start to be so much more noticeable to you and you're going to be so much more grateful to you um so that is just that's even a really good habit to get into. Like the more you do that, the more you journal like regularly, the more your brain starts to think about that. And it really will like, I think in most, in most cases it will like make you more happy and more like aware. So I think that's really cool. To be honest, I'm not really in a habit of writing about my day every single day. Um, just because sometimes my days are seriously like they're just so boring and sometimes it just takes a long time um but it's something I like to do and also even if you're having a bad day I would still challenge you to write about your day basically any sort of like reflection you can do at the end of the day to look back on your day and think about 
what went well, what went wrong, that I think really increases your mindfulness. And it also allows you to really like process what happened and not just not just go through the motions and like brush it off and say it's in the past, if that makes sense. So that is day two. Um, oh, another thing I had for day two, I forgot to mention this, is also just meditating. This is something I feel like people talk about all the time and it like, it's, I don't know, maybe that's just me. Maybe I just like meditating a lot, but I hear people recommending it a lot, but I feel like very few people actually understand why it's so beneficial and like very few, very few people that I know actually like, dedicate themselves to doing it which is like I'm not saying everybody has to like go out and meditate but actually I am saying that I think everything everyone should meditate more to be honest because it actually is so freaking good for your mental health and especially again just like journaling just like all these things if you get into a habit of doing it regularly then you will start to notice yourself just be more calm and more present throughout the day okay listen I know I'm throwing a lot of things at you right now, and I'm not saying this has to. You have to have 500 new New Year's resolutions, but may, if you've never meditated before, first of all, I would just give it a try. And even if you're intimidated by meditating or you don't really understand it, start very simple. Okay, just it really doesn't have to be a long time, especially to start if you're trying to build a habit. Doing it three to five minutes a day I guarantee first of all I guarantee you have three to five minutes out of your day that you can spend taking some deep breaths but even just doing it that small amount every single day will like seriously rewire your brain and like make it a habit okay yeah you guys have probably heard this before it's basically how habits work but it's a good habit to have and if you're doing this little challenge thing do it on day two if you want to have the most mindful day of your life okay um so day three is super fun. Like I think this is the most, what I'm most excited to like try. So basically the theme is pleasure in hobbies. So another aspect of yoga is, I mean, I've already said this a million times, but just enjoying the little things. And I think a lot of times we can get so just like caught up in our day and so just like bogged down by like responsibilities and stuff that we forget to take time to do things that we enjoy and even if like even if it's just something little that you really like to enjoy um or if you you know it doesn't have to be like some crazy hobby where you're like learning to speak mandarin and writing a novel and learning how to code even if you just like to like read or like watch netflix like that's seriously a hobby okay maybe you like to knit or go on walks or or like go on hikes whatever this is your day to do all that all of that stuff that you love to do um that you normally put off or that you haven't done in a really long time bring it back out make a little time for it it doesn't have to be a ton of time but just do something you enjoy because seriously you know, life is only so short and you're not going to get less busy if I, I mean, maybe, I don't know, but I feel like I just hear adults say that a lot and it freaks me out. So I am determined to like read as much as possible and make as many little knitted tops as I can. So far (laughs) I made zero, but I did start knitting again over break and it has been so nice. Like I just forgot how nice it is to like just go through like the same 
okay, I'm not really making knitting sound interesting, but I don't know. I think it's just really cool to create something and it's cool that you can do something that's very like passive, like just doing the same emotion over and over again and somehow end up with like a whole new object. Like it's so cool to me. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I started making a top. I didn't actually finish it. I'm really, <laughs> I brought it to college. I need to finish it, but it just didn't look as good as I thought it would. And it was kind of bringing me down, but I think once I finish it, it'll look good. So I'm excited and I'm going to keep knitting and just like making a little time in my day to do it. It's really, it does not have to be a lot. Um, another really cool thing or just a fun thing you can do um, for this day is to like bake. That's a huge thing in Huga. I actually saw this book at a little at a little bookstore. This is actually what inspired me to do this whole episode is I saw this book that was like the guide to Huga living and it was so cool. And it like broke it down into like who there was like food, there was like re- tons of recipes. Oh my gosh, I mean, everything looked so amazing. There was like space and atmosphere. There was um like crafts and hobbies and stuff like that so it was really cool I didn't buy the book I don't know why I was just like oh I'm not gonna read this but I'm kicking myself now for not buying it but whatever it's fine but anyway I think the whole point of me saying this was that you can find who if you look up like Huga recipes or just like any baked good that you like just make it and it's just cozy it's a very mindful activity Um, especially if it's something you've never made before and then you can maybe like share what you've made and use it as like a way to connect with people and it just brings I think baked goods just bring everyone pleasure in one way or another they're just so good I loved baked goods okay (laughs) what am I even talking about now um but yeah um whatever your hobbies are you can do it um maybe you really like to exercise another interesting thing that I saw in that book was like exercising mindfully um it's it's kind of weird because I wouldn't really associate like Huga this whole like Danish cozy vibe concept thing with like running with like going to the gym but I mean, this, the book was kind of saying that basically whatever exercise brings you the most pleasure and makes you feel the most alive, I guess you should just take time to do that because I mean, we all know the science behind how good exercise is for your, just your general well-being. Um, It also gave some ideas of like more like calm and mindful exercises, like walking, like especially walking in nature or um yoga pilates stuff like that stuff that's more like slow and but it's more like focused on your mental uh, the mental aspect of it maybe I don't know um but yeah I mean I think naturally it makes sense that exercise is encouraged by the huga philosophy because it's something that's good for your mind and body and I think that's kind of the whole concept I mean that's part of the concept of like who okay sorry I don't know I'm just gonna stop talking so day four is also a fun day um on this day I wanted to talk about the theme of relationships so Another obviously important aspect of Huga is connecting with other people. So this is really interesting to me. Um, 
initially I kind of thought it was initially my view of what Hugo my understanding of what Hugo was is basically just very surface level like aesthetic and blankets and candles and stuff I don't know I just didn't really understand like all the different aspects of it but this is a really cool aspect of it it encourages togetherness and um like harmony with people around you which actually like makes perfect sense now and like I don't know it's something that seriously can make your life so much better like if you saw my last listen to my last episode on relationships then you probably know how important they are and why it's so important to work on them but anyway it's shameless plug um But yeah, so it really encourages just being together with your community, which I think is so nice and so wholesome. I mean, like I said, we just came out of like the holidays and everything and like that feeling of togetherness and harmony, it it really like, it really makes you so like uplifted. Um, Okay, that was rather cheesy. But so on this day or whatever, if you're doing the challenge or if you just want to incorporate more hygge into your life then I would recommend doing some sort of like fun day with your friends like maybe you want to do like a girl's day I really want to do that recently um just a little shout out to all my girls ew why did I say okay anyway um yeah so maybe you just want to get your girlies together and do something that you all enjoy and just laugh and talk and just like I don't know, just be in harmony and spend time together. Um, Another thing you can do to really, like, experience this connection is a random act of kindness. Um, It could be for your family. It could be your friends. It could be for a stranger, whatever. Um, I love random acts of kindness. I, I think everyone does, to be honest. They're just so... They make you feel so good when you do one. And it's it's just like a little bonus tree, I feel like. It's just like a little reward. It's just this little rush of like, I don't know what hormone it is. Maybe it's oxytocin or dopamine. But whatever it is, I love it. So that's why I love doing random acts of kindness. If you don't know what I'm talking about, like, I mean, like, really random stuff. Like, maybe somebody, like, drops their pencil in front of you and you like go out of your way to like pick it up or maybe like you know your friend is having a bad day so you get bring them a coffee to with like you know to their class or whatever or um just like texting a friend spontaneously or texting your family spontaneously and being like I love you I miss you I'm thinking of you whatever something like that just really random things that like by no means anyone is asking you to do but when you do them, it's just like, wow, like you really must care about me because you didn't have to do that, but you did. It just, it means so much to people. Um, so yeah, I would recommend just trying it, just being spontaneous and don't be afraid because how can anyone be mad at you for doing something nice? I mean, okay, that's probably, I'm sure that's possible, but more than likely you will get a really positive result Okay, um, okay, yeah, that's pretty much all I had about that, just maybe, I mean, whoever you want to connect with, maybe you want to, like, connect with your family and have a little, like, self-care night with your family or something, or, ooh, a really fun thing you can do with your friends is you can kind of, like, combine these, you can go to a coffee shop with your friends and journal, 
and then like share what you journal it's so fun you guys okay I have to recommend it um I did that over break also with my friends and it was it was so good okay and then finally my last day of the Huga cozy vibe challenge that was a terrible okay you know what I've been so down on myself this episode that was not terrible, okay? You're funny. I mean, I'm not always funny, but sometimes I apologize for making you guys listen to my negative self-talk. I need to change that a little bit. So just ignore all of that that you hear. Um, but anyway, day five, the theme is comfort. So, I mean, obviously that's kind of like an overarching theme of this whole concept, but I was, I don't know. I just thought this would be a fun day, a fun way to incorporate comfort um so some ideas I had for this day would to be to really just curl up in your blankets you know maybe you have like maybe you need to wash those pillowcases clean up those sheets and everything and just be really cozy put on your coziest socks and then put on a really cozy outfit it doesn't have to be fashion fashionably forward if you know what I mean just embrace coziness let yourself be cozy and just feel how good it feels okay um yeah that might be being dramatic but okay if you have a weighted blanket this is the time put that baby on you and just relax okay i am such a weighted blanket fanatic i know some of y'all got one for christmas so be cozy um let your fit this is more for like your physical body i feel like um just physically feeling comfortable a lot of the other days are like mentally feeling comfortable like connecting with other people um being present and mindful doing things you enjoy i feel like those are very mental but this is very physical be comfy and it will improve your mental i think um so yeah, that's pretty much what I have for that little challenge. Like I said, you don't have to do it cut and dry like I described it. I think I might kind of try to do it just because I like how each day you get to focus on something new. But if you, you know, want to mix them up, you maybe you can you can definitely combine like day 5 and day 1 if you wanted to like get really comfy in your house and put on your really comfy clothes and then create like a an ambiance in your room or in your house or whatever and like just have a vibey comfortable night i think that would be so cool um but yeah if you guys have any other ideas feel free to share them with me and if you try this please let me know i'm just really curious if anyone tries it and i'm probably going to in the near future so i'll let you guys know how it goes um thank you all so much for listening and for supporting my podcast if you liked it please give it a little rating on spotify um or apple podcasts or wherever you're listening on listening to this um but yeah i apologize again that this is a little bit late but stay tuned for some more really fun episodes coming up in the near future and also make sure you follow the tiktok up from here underscore pod it's the same as instagram which while you're at it you might as well go follow the instagram too up from here underscore pod okay that's all i have to say i love you guys have an amazing cozy chill vibey week bye